The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you are a small business owner or entrepreneur, a coach is important to keep you on trend, relevant, and competitive. Welcome to ESCN, an iCoach 360 production. Your host is Michael Dawson, along with co-hosts Angelia Hobson and Diane Daniels. If you're looking to launch or grow your business, listen to what our guests have to say about winning in the game of business and important industry topics. Now, here's your host, Michael Dawson. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is ESCN and iCoach360 production. Uh, good morning to everybody. Good morning. We have three fabulous uh, guests here in the studio. I'm the guest host, Rodney Davis, filling in for Michael Dawson this morning. Uh, we've got to my left, Diane, Miss Diane Daniels. Uh, we have Angelia Hobson. And our guest today is uh, Cynthia Ryan from uh, VEDC. Did I say that right? Yeah. Uh, that has joined us today. And today is all about financing. So good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's great to be here. Good being there. Now, Cynthia, we're going to jump right in it. We're going to throw you right into the fire here. Um, tell us a little bit about your background in financing. This uh, uh, topic today is what we're talking about as far as entrepreneurs. What exactly is it? Is your background? And kind of tell us a little bit about the company you work for. Okay. Um, I have uh, been with VDC uh, since 1994. Um, I'm the program manager here in Chicago. We're VDC. Chicago Land Business Opportunity Fund. We're providing small business loans from 50000 to 250000 for entrepreneurs and business owners that can't qualify for a traditional bank loan. Um, so VDC is actually out in the valley in Los Angeles. Uh, we have been there since the late 80s. And since 1994, uh, we have been certified by the Department of U.S. Uh, the U.S. Department of Treasury as a community development financial institution which allows nonprofits to uh, lend small business loans. Um, the U.S. Department of Treasury implemented this back in 1994 because the banks were not uh, building brick and mortar retail uh, in lower income underserved markets and uh, this was a way to get money out to the uh, small business community without them having to access predatory lending. So we became a CDFI in 1994. Since then, we have lent out overall $383 million to mostly low to moderate income and women and minorities. 75% of our loans are to that target market. Um, and we have a less than 2% default rate. Oh, that's excellent. Uh, that is great. Yeah. So I have, uh, I grew up here in Chicago. My dad was a Sears executive. I went away to college in California. I found my way to L.A. Okay. Uh, eventually, um, I uh, was at VDC since 1994, did project management for them. Uh, VDC is all, always, has always been about economic development, 
business assistance, entrepreneurship, and small business lending. And so I was the project manager to revitalize Hollywood, contracted by the mayor's office and city council way back when. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, right, right. And the San Fernando Valley that was... Who was um, the mayor at that time? Um, Reardon. Yes. Richard right, Reardon. Right, right, right. Okay. And uh, also revitalized uh, the valley after the Northridge earthquake, which was a huge mm -hmm. earthquake yes. out there. Yes, it was. Um, and other projects. So I came home to... Uh, help my 91-year-old mom, who's still in our home. <laughs> oh, that's wow. a blessing. That's a blessing. Yeah. And also to uh, open up the office in Chicago. So VDC has expanded from uh, Los Angeles to the state of California to Las Vegas, Chicago, New York, and Miami. Wow. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. So is it the future to continue to grow uh, yes. throughout the country as Yes, well? because there is still, uh, we uh, through a strategy or through... Uh, uh, looking at how we could expand, there was a need to provide lending in the bigger loan amounts, 50000 now really up to a half a million, in other urban areas that still uh, needed uh, tr um, alternative financing. Mm -hmm. So there were a lot of micro-lenders. Mm -hmm. Micro-lenders are typically a CDFI, as we are, um, and a micro-loan is really under 50000 So there were, uh, there are uh, many microlenders across the country. So, but there was still a need for bigger amounts, bigger loan amounts, mm -hmm. and uh, that's why we were able to grow right. and provide this service here in Chicago and other markets. So, what what are the steps as far as growing <clears throat> Chicago? So, you come into Chicago. You've been here for a little while now. Uh -huh. What's the first things that you do to try to get the word out that you guys are here, and how do you advance from from there? In, in the Chicago market? Well, we always look for um, uh, key stakeholders that are in economic development, in the banking industry, other nonprofits uh, that are providing loans, um, and of course the mayor's office and the aldermen's and, and the political arm too. Uh, so we get the word out to everybody in the banks. So our referral sources are banks other microlenders, the mayor's office, um, and uh, we participate in a lot of different small business expos. We're on panels. We're in discussions like this. Um, there's, uh, it's, it takes a while to build, um, uh, to to get on the, the the page of everybody. You know that we're here. And we've been now here in Chicago for three years. We've lent out about five million at this wow. point. Wow, that's mm -hmm. huge. So so how does it go from you know, where you are now? So it's a collaboration, pretty much, of yes. a lot of different entities and so forth that's come together. So now you take that. How do people or business owners, entrepreneurs, how do they get in touch with you? How does that process work for them? And what's, what's the kind of prerequisite for them to be involved with you? Okay. So... Um, oh. Any business owner, existing business owner, and we can do startups also, they just call me or email me. And on their, really, their first point of contact, I have a phone discussion with them first to find out their funding needs. I'll ask them some basic questions. How long have you been in business? Um, uh, what's the ownership breakdown? Are you 100% owner? Tell me a little bit about the last three years of your gross sales and your net net income after all expenses. I want to know about their personal credit um, and collateral. So um, 
so once I get a sense of what they're needing the money for, uh, that it's an eligible use of loan mm -hmm. proceeds, uh, and that they have some of the requirements, um, we really look at personal credit, cash flow, and collateral. One of those, one of them, can be very weak, and we can still do the deal. Wow, that's good enough. Uh, yeah, but typically, if there's two that are weak, we can't do it. Right. But one out of those three, uh, and if it's lack of collateral, then we're looking for a bit of little bit of uh, better cash flow and better credit. And for us, the personal credit, we always look at the personal credit. Can't be. Uh, we, they have to be um, somewhere over the 600s, okay. you know, and okay. they can't have a bankrupt. They can have a bankruptcy, but it has to be three years out. Okay. All right. I, I think that's fair. Angela, you had a question. Yeah, so talk about eligible use of loan funds. So when you say mm -hmm. that, a business comes to you and says, I want to borrow money. So right. what do you guys consider, uh, for the people listening today, what would you consider eligible use of funds? Okay. So uh, we can provide funding for, uh, of course, any equipment, inventory, um, owner-occupied buildings. If they want to purchase a building, that it has to be 51% owner-occupied by the business. Uh, we can refinance debt, some debt, and uh, we can do working capital. So. That's a big, that's the that's big variety. Big. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Now, now, what we typically can't fund, and what has come across my desk, is um, people want to hire salespeople, or they want to hire a marketing firm. Right. Um, and for us, it's, uh, we don't like to fund a company hiring a salesperson. The loan committee typically is not going to approve that. It's very, it's very speculative. If they hire a salesperson, uh, it doesn't work out, then they're stuck with a loan. Right. Also, in our the with our loan um, structure, we do control disbursements. So that means that they just don't get a check for two hundred fifty thousand. They actually have to identify the use of the loan, what they're going to use it for, and then. Uh, after the loan closes, they submit invoices for us to pay out on. Uh, so we control the money so that we make sure that they're using it towards their business. Right. Now, they can use it for working capital, and within working capital is payroll. And right. a lot of times they want payroll support. We can do that for three months. So we're going to disperse that loan uh, for we're going to allow the business owner to submit invoices for 90 days for us to pay out on. Mm -hmm. It is a term loan, so it has to be fully dispersed. Um, we can pay for payroll with it for 90 days. So they would submit a payroll ledger. We would wire the money into the bank that the payroll is being pulled on, and that's how we do that. So sometimes people or business owners want to hire salespeople or they want to hire more staff and they want the whole loan amount for that. And it's like, wow, we can't do uh, that sort of an ineligible use of loan proceeds. We can only do a partial, the three months worth of payroll. Uh, and of so. course, we, can't, we cannot finance uh, any financing entities, anybody who's doing uh, uh, financing. Right, so if someone was going to do a micro-loan, they couldn't come to you to get financed to then go do a micro-loan. Right, or saying? an okay. auto-loan place that's okay. doing the financing for the cars. Got it. 
okay? No financing entities, no real estate developers, of course, no uh, adult entertainment. Um, and that's really about it. We, in our portfolio, we do really like uh, bars and restaurants. Oh, wow. Yeah. We can fund. So that's, that's uh, unusual. What would you say percentage-wise that you have, have you funded? Uh, 20, 22% of all our <coughs> overall loans. Are is, is that the largest percentage as far as the no, industry? No, uh, 44% is in professional services. Okay. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, lots of people don't don't yeah. uh, particularly like professional services because it's mm -hmm. not tangible. So that's mm -hmm. really that's really impressive. Right. So we're unique because we're really here to uh, lend to small business owners that, you know, really couldn't get the bank's attention. The <laughs> bank really wants to have a very high credit score. They really really want to see net income right. over 250000 year after year. Um, and uh, they have a very high threshold of the what, what you have to reach. So you have parameters, but it's just not as tougher as it is, it is. For, for, for banking. Okay. Right. That, and that's we good. mix and match. It's, we live in a lot of we're not regulated like the banks. We're audited. Okay. So uh, we um, uh, we can put the deal together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Want to go into a, a quick break a time out here? Okay. We want to put a pin right there, but we want to come back and talk a little bit about uh, some more things with finance, some of the struggles and some of the things that you've seen for mm -hmm. entrepreneurs. We'll be back after this short break with uh, ESCN iCoach three hundred and sixty. If you're looking for a dynamic speaker for your next event, book Angelia Hobson. Angelia Hobson is an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial coach, trainer, small business advocate, chief strategist, business developer, facilitator, speaker, and author. Her ability to communicate to individuals and large groups and to connect on a personal level have been demonstrated through her many public speaking engagements. She's lectured taught and spoken to groups at institutions of higher learning, church conferences, healthcare events, and corporate conferences across the country on topics including entrepreneurship, leadership, sales and business development, marketing and branding, occupational safety, as well as applications of spiritual teachings to create your best life. Passionate and Funny Angelia tells her personal story of strength, determination, tenacity, and a pursuit of legacy. Notable listeners have referred to Angelia as authentic, engaging, and electrifying. Her visionary message has been appealing to broad audiences throughout the years. Book Angelia today for your next event by visiting www.angeliahopson.com or call 630-613-7360. Again, the site is www.angeliahopson.com or call her at 630-613-7360.
Is your brand easily recognizable? Does your target market know exactly what you do? Innovative Concepts Unlimited helps small businesses promote their products and services, as well as showcase their stories of speakers and coaches. Our capabilities include cutting-edge media solutions, such as high-definition commercials, applications to keep you connected to your customers, and creative and graphic branding design. Get started today on the path to enhancing your brand. Call us at 708-516-0778 or visit our website at www.icunlimited.net. Looking for an inspirational read? Pick up a copy of Entrepreneur Within You, TEW3. Chapter 16 of TEW3 is an excerpt from Angelia's upcoming book, The Truth About Entrepreneurship, where she discusses topics such as how to get from dreaming to doing, award versus spend, supply diversity in America, bootstrapping 101, people will think you're crazy, staying power, networking is not relationship building, and so much more. TEW3 is a national collection of well-regarded entrepreneurs who are trendsetters and visionaries who are passionately pursuing their dreams. Their desire is to empower, equip, and inspire others to do the same while sharing their stories and experiences. Get your copy today at www.i-coach360.com. You are listening to ESCN, an iCoach 360 production. To reach our live program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send questions or comments to ESCN at i-coach360.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to ESCN iCoach 360. Uh, Before the break, we were having a discussion with Ms. Cynthia Ryan, uh, program manager with uh, VEDC. And Cynthia, we want to talk a little bit, you mentioned a little bit about uh, startup businesses and what's the difference in how you fund startup businesses. How does that, the categories, you said there's several different, there's two different categories. Explain exactly what that is. Yeah, so we can provide uh, funding to, of course, existing business owners and also entrepreneurs doing startup uh, companies. So let me just uh, address the startups. Um, uh, typically, and we have funded some restaurants here that have started up uh, in Chicago. Um, what I tell the entrepreneur is that we're looking uh, that the bottom line, there's a couple bottom line requirements, that they have to have 20% okay. of the total project cost as their cash injection. So let's say it takes $100,000 to open up their doors and operate. Uh, that's the total project cost. Then we expect them to come in at 20% of that, $20,000, as their own money, and we would fund 80000 Okay. So the cash injection has to be verified that it is free and clear money. It's money that they have saved right. or they've gotten from So they somebody. can't borrow that right. 20%. Right. They cannot. And have a loan on the 20% yes. in order to get the 80% loan. That's right. Oh, but and it so can't be a gift. 
it can be a gift, but the gift, again, has to be verified, and there has to be a paper trail. Right. There has to be a notarized letter. Okay. Absolutely. Stating that this is a gift, that uh, whoever is gifting it um, uh, makes it clear that it is not a loan. Right. And it they are will not get any equity in the company. Okay. Okay. All right? That it's strictly a gift. And but that that's good to, to know for a young entrepreneur who right. has the parent. That has the, That's right. the bank yes. that says, okay, I'm going to help you start out, and here's some cash. Right. right. That's it, right. It also cannot be uh, money that they pull down from the home equity line. Okay. So a parent wanting to help their entrepreneur child. Has to have uh, the cash. Has to have the cash. They can't pull it from their home equity line and then gift it. Because yes. we have to look at the money trail, right. the paper trail. Right. So the 20% cash injection has to be free and clear money, can't be credit card advance, can't be anything that has to be repaid. That's a bottom line requirement. Okay. Um, and they also have to have uh, experience in the industry that they're wanting to go in. So we've had some cases that they wanted to uh, start up a company. They have no knowledge of that particular industry. We've heard that before. We've heard that. <laughs> We are going to look to their experience Absolutely. and, you know, that they need to have it in the industry. And remind me to talk about franchises because that's a little okay. bit different for okay. that. For that. Um, and then we're looking for, there's a, there's a, we can do startups, but there's a little bit higher threshold that they have to reach. So the cash injection, the experience in the industry, they also have to have a secondary source of income. Mm -hmm. So uh, we want to make sure that if they're going to do this uh, business, that you know, if they open up the doors and nobody shows up, right, then right. Who, who's going to make the monthly payment? So we're looking to see if they're married and their spouse holds a job, or if they're going to stay in their job and hire somebody else, or if they have rental income. Uh, that we can use as secondary source of income. And we also can take co-signers. So co-signers, you know, somebody who wants to uh, guarantee the loan as well, uh, we can accept that also. Um, and again, we're looking at personal credit uh, and collateral. So and course, collateral is? Collateral examples. is... Well, collateral is a little bit different for us in the banks. So the banks really look at accounts receivables, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And um, inventory right. equipment. Mm -hmm. We look at that, but we don't give it so much weight. Uh, weight. Mm -hmm. We're looking for more hard asset collateral. That's mm -hmm. a commercial real estate property. Okay. Right. That's a personal home. That's a condo. Something to that effect. We don't take vehicles unless it's vehicles within the company like uh for electrical right, right, uh, right. Uh, right. type of utilities. Service, yeah. service vehicles. vehicles. Mm -hmm. Or transportation, right? Right. Um, so uh, for the startup also, they have to have a business plan with three years of projections. And uh, if they're going, you know, into a brick-and-mortar place, we want to see that, you know, maybe there's a they've identified the space that they're going into. Right. We would have to have the draft lease. So... But basically, okay. it's it's uh, an application, completed application with us, three years of their personal taxes. Uh, I want to see three months of the bank statement to verify their cash injection or wherever that comes from. And um, 
we cannot attach a 401k as their cash ejection. Uh, some people have used, will take the penalty and withdraw the money out of the IRA account, mm -hmm. which is okay if they're willing to take that penalty. Uh, but I just need to see the statement of the IRA account. We don't want anybody to be taking money out anywhere until the loan is actually approved and closed, mm -hmm. okay? Um, so uh, the application, three years of pers completed federal personal taxes, the business plan and the projections, okay, and the bank statements to verify the cash injection. What I really like that you said about the startup is that they have to have still that secondary income mm -hmm. because oftentimes we get approached by entrepreneurs about how do I make the leap, right? So how do I go from working a job to starting a business? This is it, right? Mm -hmm. You keep that secondary income. Yeah, right, and, and then, then begin to launch. So correct. it's a right. gradual transition. Absolutely. And we talk about that quite often in terms of, you know, people who are thinking about starting a business, they have a grand idea and, and all of that, and they want to just jump right in. And it's our emphasis is to, is to take time, understand what it is you have a passion for, but then do you also have the expertise <laughs> in running it? So you mentioned that as well. It's like, who's going to actually run the business? This business? Right. Do you have any idea about the industry that you're in and all yeah. of that? And in order to develop a solid business plan, you need to have had um, some experience in the area or you know know something about it in order to develop the business plan. So the idea that you need them to develop this business plan, it has three years projections, right? It kind of it helps people solidify right. and think about this, pause to think about what am I trying to do and why am I trying to get into this business right. in this area and you want to have that as substantiated um, you yes. know, information in order to begin. Right, so right, right. Uh, another way uh, that they can do it if they, if they don't have the experience in the industry that they're going to hire somebody yes, with, that right, with that expertise, but we're going to require that person to guarantee the loan as well. Okay. Oh, is that right? Yeah. All right. Okay. All right, which some people don't want to do that. Right. You know, right. but uh, that's the way it that we... It works well if that's it's a the family way or a close yes. friend. It might be difficult if it's a new hire, right? Right. I'm go out and get that this is the way that expertise. we can get around that yeah. or to address it. Now, let me talk about franchises. Okay. Um, you don't need the experience in the industry if you're purchasing a franchise. The franchise is a turnkey. Right. Uh, pay a right, you pay a fan franchise fee for right. the expertise right. Right. and all of that. And the and marketing we have and a, the logo. a couple of franchises now in underwriting oh, very where, good. Uh, that they don't have the experience. And so that's okay. But they, need, of course, need their cash injection. Right. We cannot pay with the use of loan proceeds uh, the franchising fee. fees. Mm -hmm. So, but we can capture that as their cash injection. Okay. So, cash injection, okay, uh, also. If they put out money towards starting up the business, and we can only go six months back, we can capture the dollars that they've already put out as their cash injection. Okay. And but they need to have documentation. Mm -hmm. Okay. We need to see receipts, invoices, canceled checks, mm -hmm. uh, to make sure that um, uh, that they've already paid for some items like the uh, architectural. Uh, right plan mm -hmm. um, and if they use a credit card for that we have to see that the credit card was paid off right in order oh. to consider it okay. to, mm -hmm. to consider a cash injection so something to consider with franchises something's different something that is different than the general startup is that 
in order to even be accepted by the franchise franchisor, you have to um, uh, prove to them that you are viable. So, so they've already done the proving by the time they come to you for any kind uh, of not necessarily. Okay. So, I'll, uh, I'll give me one example. Mm -hmm. So, um, a borrower was interested in a particular franchise. Um, she she had all the requirements that we need um, to issue a letter of interest. A letter of interest is, if we're 99% sure that we can fund the loan, we will issue the letter of interest after receiving the completed application uh -huh, and, and the package. And, mm -hmm. yeah. and that's a mini loan proposal. The, it spells out the loan amount, the terms, the interest rate, the monthly uh, payment, what the loan is going to be used for. She needed to have that in order to be approved by the franchise or Oh, okay. Got right. it. Okay. Very good. Okay. All right. So we were able to pr provide that, and she did get approved uh, to in start up the okay. franchise. Okay. Typically, the franchise is going to look for that you have financing. Yes. Right. So okay. is it best to come to you first? I'm sorry, Dad. Is it best to come no, to you first as a well? They need to no. They really need to <coughs> identify what franchise, and for us. It's better if that franchise is uh, registered with the SBA. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, as an SBA approved franchise. Yeah. So it sounds like they would need to be working both of these um, at the same time because I know there are a lot of, depending on the franchise, there's some requirements that are significant for you to even be considered right. a franchise. That's right. right. They absolutely. interview people. Yeah, well, they do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, right. They do uh -huh. interviews. They, mm -hmm. they, they, a lot of background information right. and, and trying to understand preparedness, the availability to run right. the franchise, That's what right. the plans are, all of right. those things, in addition to the financing end. Mm -hmm. right. It's an operation end. So we right. well, well, let's let's take a, a, a quick break right here, and when we come back, we want to maybe talk a little bit about the pitfalls and some of the things that you've Absolutely. seen uh, that hinders. And, and uh, we see a lot of pitfalls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, so let's take a break right here. We'll be right back with ESCN iCoach360. IC3U, a premier virtual entrepreneurial university. Just like in sports, you need a great coach in the game of business. Enroll in IC3U for entrepreneurial skill and agility to play and win big. IC3U offers academically grounded curriculum coupled with practical application, delivered to you globally and virtually. Our coaches are in the game with you. From assessment to immersion, as you move through the program, you meet with course-specific experts to work on your tailor-made roadmap to success. Participants receive accelerated learning, industry and client navigation skills, as well as a developed enhanced leadership capacity for sustainability. For your customized roadmap, send us a note at www.i-coach360.com or call us at 630-613-7360. Have you ever heard of a voiceover artist? People listen to them daily because companies use voiceovers to help show consumers a picture with their voices of the services or products, and they love them. Well, it can if you hire the professional voiceover services of Michael Dawson. 
It doesn't matter if it's a radio or television commercial, an in-store announcement, a character for a video game, or some menu option for a phone system. When you need professionally recorded voiceover work done, call Michael Dawson at 630-715-3378 or visit his website at www.michaeldawsonvo.com. That's Michael Dawson at 630-715-3378 or visit his website at www.michaeldawsonvo.com. And remember, words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with shades of deeper meaning. If you're looking for a dynamic speaker for your next event, book Angelia Hobson. Angelia Hobson is an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial coach, trainer, small business advocate, chief strategist, business developer, facilitator, speaker, and author. Her ability to communicate to individuals and large groups and to connect on a personal level have been demonstrated through her many public speaking engagements. She's lectured, taught, and spoken to groups at institutions of higher learning, church conferences, healthcare events, and corporate conferences across the country on topics including entrepreneurship, leadership, sales and business development, marketing and branding, occupational safety, as well as applications of spiritual teachings to create your best life. Passionate and funny, Angelia tells her personal story of strength, determination, tenacity, and a pursuit of legacy. Notable listeners have referred to Angelia as authentic, engaging, and electrifying. Her visionary message has been appealing to broad audiences throughout the years. Book Angelia today for your next event by visiting www.angeliahopson.com or call 630-613-7360. Again, the site is www.angeliahopson.com or call her at 630-613-7360. You are listening to ESCN, an iCoach 360 production. To reach our live program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send questions or comments to ESCN at i-coach360.com. Now, back to the show. We are back with uh, ESCN iCoach360 with Cynthia Ryan. Uh, Cynthia, uh, we before break, we wanted to talk about uh, some of the pitfalls and some of the, the don'ts as far as entrepreneurs trying to get funding through your organization. Tell us a little bit about some of those things and maybe some stories that you've uh, been able to experience over the, over the years. Sure. Okay. So there are a lot of different areas that are pitfalls. One of the most common ones is that... The business owner or entrepreneur is not recording all their income on their taxes. Right. When we go in to, uh, to review the, the loan application, we're trying to uh, compute the debt coverage ratio, which is taking all, all the income and taking the debt and seeing if they have a particular DCR for us to lend, uh, to, to provide a loan. DCR being debt coverage a ratio. Debt cover ratio, mm-hmm. yeah. So we want typically... Uh, 
uh, a little bit more income to debt mm -hmm. uh, to compute that. So if they're not recording all their income on the taxes, we're only looking at the taxes. Um, they have said, well, you know, I like I make a lot more money than that. Can you look at my <laughs> bank statement? Right, it's like, right. no, we can't look at your bank statement. We're taking it from your taxes. And basically, it's a major pitfall because what's happening is they're not recording all their income because they don't want to pay taxes. Yeah. Right. So, so these, yeah, these, I'm going to interrupt you just really quickly to highlight the importance of formalizing cash flows, all income, everything coming in, everything going out. Because not only does it um, help in the lending process, but it helps to validate the formalization of your business and that you will operate your business above board. Right. So if you want formal, official money, right. then you need to operate in a way that is formal and, and official. official. Right. I mean, that is just, I mean, so this Absolutely. is particularly yes. if you want to grow your business into something significant that has longevity you know, that grows, you know, when you have to move out of the mindset of um, being informal. Yes. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You have to disclose those things. So and I, th thank also you, some of the accountants that they're using are telling them, encouraging right. them to do encouraging so. them, right. look, let, let's put this at a loss right. because you don't want to pay taxes. Right. right. So they're making a choice. They're not paying taxes. Well, you're not getting a loan, loan either. either. Right. right. Absolutely. You know? Exactly. And it's it's difficult for cash based businesses. I've seen it a lot in cash based businesses where someone's right. running a hair salon and there's tips, or someone's right. running a limousine service and there's cash right. tips or, or cash care or lawn yes. care services. So, but at some point you want to expand your business, so you have to think about it always mm -hmm. as a formalized business to mm -hmm. be able to get that on the books. Yes, correct. So that's one of the biggest pitfalls. The other one is they don't file their taxes. Oh, mm. wow. They don't file their taxes on time, and they haven't filed their taxes. So right. we're, all, for, we're looking for three years of personal taxes. We're looking for three years of corporate taxes. Mm -hmm. If they keep filing extensions, mm -hmm. and, the, uh, and it really makes our chief credit officer nuts, mm -hmm. when we're getting, uh, let's say we're in end of November here, they haven't even filed 2014s. It's like... Mm. Wow. Right. You know, then yeah. it comes up with a big red flag character right. issue. Right. Yeah. Um, and so they really need to file their taxes on time. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, to a certain extent, we can operate off of a, a, a year-to-date profit and loss and balance sheet for the year. As long as it's audited statements, though. Yes. You need audited statements, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. But we really need the, the taxes. Mm -hmm. So we've gotten a lot of calls. Did you file? I always ask, did you file your... 2014. No, I haven't filed. Right. Well, all right. Strike one. Right. 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 Character and integrity are pr are evident when they mm -hmm. come and ask right. for money. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They really should know their numbers yes. too. Like you know, we're going to ask them uh, on their financial statement. Hey, what's this about? Mm -hmm. You know, they right. really need to right. know. Right, to be able to go down. Yeah, item, right. Item by item, saying hey, they this really is need to understand that. Right. Um, so I've had some funny conversations. I'll go through the whole thing, the whole question <laughs> and spiel, and then. 
you know, one lady just said to me, well, I said, have you had any bankruptcies, judgments, or liens? Uh, I'm filing bankruptcy tomorrow. And she's calling me today oh, wow. for a loan. <laughs> like, uh, all right, I'm sorry, we can't help you. Wow. Well, at least she was honest. <laughs> at least she was. So, but wow. For, we can deal with bankruptcies. I mean, the way that VDC operates is that we're um, we understand that things happen in life, you know, and we're all not perfect. Uh, we can deal with bankruptcies that are three years out. Right. But they have to be three years out and they have to establish good credit since then. Um, so bank, current bankruptcies, that's going to kick you out of lending, um, not filing your taxes, not recording all your income on your taxes, that's going to all be issues. That so, so that for you was one of the, your checklist of things initially. Yeah. Right, before oh, yeah. we get so right. deep into oh, this, yeah. let me check off these That's two or five things <laughs> to make sure before we go in deep to what right. we're trying to do because, here. Because, you know, uh, submitting for a loan is labor intensive. Absolutely. Right? And we're an alternative lender. And so we're doing more due diligence because we're doing the riskier loans. So we're requesting a lot of documents. Right. So we really don't want to put anybody through that process unless we're really sure that they're a viable candidate that the loan committee is going to approve. So I always always have an upfront conversation because I'm going to find that out first. Right. right. Before I'm going to find out your what's your gross sales, what's your net, are you negative or positive, and have you had a bankruptcy, judgments, tax issues, right? Any of that stuff. So so before getting into the game, at least get these things. You know, as an entrepreneur. Have these things in order before right. even kind of a minimum, right? right, right. As a minimum, right. you know, exactly. and, and I think that's so huge because sometimes we do go in not knowing and not understanding how important it is to have those things in order before you even get to to first base, so yes, to speak. That's so, right. Diane, you were, you were, I'm sorry, Angelia, was something you were going to add to? No, that? I was just going to say, you know, talking with a lot of small business owners. Oftentimes, uh, a loan might be their last resort, right? So by the time they get to you, they're desperate and they're looking for something immediate right. versus, and you hear this all the time, look for the money when you don't need the money, right? Yes. So when you have some uh, cushion, when you have some reserves, and you can look down your your you know forecast and say, I'm potentially going to need money here for whatever that is, to start thinking about that before you're in a desperate situation. Yeah, so we, we are basically a lender of last resort, right. you know, because we're uh, the bank. But not last minute. But not last minute. <laughs> last minute. That's right. So you really have to think a little bit ahead. I mean, our process literally takes six to eight weeks. Right. So it's not a fast process. It just depends uh, now, the lady that wanted to do the franchise, because she was in financing, she knew the process, and within two days she gave me all the documents, and the next day we issued a letter of interest. Wow. wow. And so if you have all the documents, and you know you should be keeping good records, right? if you submit all, everything that we need, we can do it quicker. But typically, we're waiting and waiting. Give me that profit and loss sheet. Right, now right. give me this. Not, you know, and it's... It, but a completed package helps move it along. Yes, it does. what you're saying. It does. And so you do have to plan that it is going to take a couple months to get a loan. Right. It's, it's not fast. Now, what if there's a person who owns the business? Um, we're not talking startup. They're already in the business, um, you know, and they are 
being proactive and anticipating that down the road they may need an additional element to their working capital. So they need an additional line or something like that. Um, if they come to you, they have all their paperwork and all of those things, you still consider them um, a viable uh, loan applicant, even if they're not sort of desperate last minute and you're the only one we can, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, 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 so if they're adding to you know, their working capital and saying, well, I predict that next year I'm going to launch this product or I think I'm going to add a new service. And so there, it's okay to work with people um, who are kind of lining up, if you will, and planning, it, or how do you see it that? It is, but remember, we do control disbursements. Right. So right. We, we don't want, we can't pre-approve somebody and have that sitting out there for six months okay. or so. Well, that's an important to know because yes. right. So, right. so there are some people who that's think that's not a line of credit. It's not a line right. of credit, right. right? So it's just it's good that's to pe right. for people it's to think about this it's, differently. It's not a line of credit. It is an actual term loan, and so we really need you to be have enough time, you know, or six to eight weeks or a couple months that you're actually going to be. Utilizing, uh, utilizing the, the funds. It Got can't it. be, and we have had some miscommunication with borrowers thinking, okay, a year from now I'm going to need that money. Right. We're right. saying, yeah, wait a minute, we right. we got to dis So, yeah, that, it's very important it for people to understand. Yeah. So do you ever have anyone come to you and say, I need X amount, and then you take a look at their business and go, oh, no, you really are going to need a little more. Yes. Right. So right. we don't want to undercapitalize or right. overcapitalize. We don't want to underfund or overfund. Okay. So uh, they may say they may come in and say, "I want three hundred thousand," and after looking at the application, and it's like, "I'm sorry, we can only do uh, two fifty, two hundred. This right. is what we think you need, and and based on your um, eligibility, this is what we can do." Right. Right. Or. Uh, I've had uh, a person come and say, okay, I need 50000 to build out a child care center. And we're like, really? That seems pretty low. Right. And so, no, you need to go back and do a uh, more due diligence with a um, licensed contractor for the build out because you don't have enough cash injection, I mean, uh, beyond our requirement, and it's going to take more than that. And, so you have a team of people who um, kind of go through some of the financials and, and helps in terms of projections and understanding what the potential needs are so yes. that you don't overcapitalize or undercapitalize. That's correct. Okay. Uh -huh, we do. Okay. okay. Well, again, let's just take a quick break, uh, come back, and we'll talk about some, some of your future programmings that's going to go on uh, with VECD. Uh, be right back. Uh, you're listening to ESC and iCoach360. Is your brand easily recognizable? Does your target market know exactly what you do? Innovative Concepts Unlimited helps small businesses promote their products and services, as well as showcase their stories of speakers and coaches. Our capabilities include cutting-edge media solutions, such as high-definition commercials, applications to keep you connected to your customers, and creative and graphic branding design. Get started today on the path to enhancing your brand. Call us at 708-516-0778 or visit our website at www.icunlimited.net. Looking for an inspirational read? Pick up a copy of Entrepreneur Within You, TEW3. 
Chapter 16 of TEW3 is an excerpt from Angelia's upcoming book, The Truth About Entrepreneurship, where she discusses topics such as how to get from dreaming to doing, award versus spend, supply diversity in America, bootstrapping 101, people will think you're crazy, staying power, networking is not relationship building, and so much more. TEW3 is a national collection of well-regarded entrepreneurs who are trendsetters and visionaries who are passionately pursuing their dreams. Their desire is to empower, equip, and inspire others to do the same while sharing their stories and experiences. Get your copy today at www.i-coach360.com. You are listening to ESCN, and I Coach 360 production. To reach our live program today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send questions or comments to ESCN at i-coach360.com. Now, back to the show. We are back uh, with ESCN iCoach360, our guest today, uh, Cynthia Ryan. Uh, Cynthia, you talked a little bit, or you're about to talk about a, a new program that's coming up uh, with, the, with your v, VEDC. Uh, tell us a little bit about that program and when is it going to start and so forth. Okay. Hold on. I would stop. Go back. I wouldn't even stop the recording. Just stop and let them edit that part out because i got to give them the time markers. So I would do that whole part again. Okay, do so you said don't stop the time? I wouldn't again? stop that and start. Oh, oh so. okay. But this got to start again, right? The timer. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so what did you say you have to do? The studio will fix it. I would say okay. just start the second okay. order. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to say the VEDC. Yeah, don't say that. It's okay. <laughs> it throws me off. Chicago. Do you want him to say Chicago? No, it's okay. Just say something. Else. <laughs> Actually, okay. I'm, okay. I got it. We're back with uh, ESC and I Coach 360, and our guest today, Cynthia Ryan. Cynthia, we spoke a little bit about new program that's uh, coming up. Tell us a little bit about that program, and when is that going to get started? Okay. Um, well, we're happy uh, to announce that J.P. Morgan Chase Bank has funded VDC, uh, thirty million specifically to African American business owners. Um, Traditionally, African-American business owners have not been able to access capital. And uh, this is a new loan program uh, that we've already launched in New York, and I can accept applications now. Um, This is strictly for existing business owners. They have to be in business for at least two years. They have to be 51% African-American owned. And uh, the loan amounts is uh, slightly lower than our usual. Uh, we go down to thirty-five thousand, and up to two hundred fifty thousand. Um, our criteria is a little bit more creative, uh, and uh, a little bit more generous. So, we're we're any loan under fifty thousand does not require collateral. So they don't <coughs> have to pledge anything. Um, we're also looking at their personal credit history, 
but there is no particular FICO score that they have to hit. They just can't oh. have a bankruptcy in the last three, three years. years. Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, and what if the what if you talked in another segment about having a co-signer or a co if if there's somebody who is uh, co-signing uh -huh. um, that doesn't have a bankruptcy or has uh, 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 does that help with the process no, at all? No, I mean the business owner specifically cannot have a bankruptcy. Okay. Uh, except for three years past. Okay. Um, so the personal credit, there's no hardline FICO, FICO score, score on that. And um, they only have to be cash flow positive for one year. Okay. So in our other loan products, we look at three years. Mm -hmm. What is the cash flow? What's the global income? What's the global debt? And computing that. Mm -hmm. For this, they only have to be positive for one year. So uh, it's a little bit more generous so that we can absolutely, you know, get uh, the African-American business owners funded. Right. Absolutely. And so I heard you say mm -hmm. that you launched it already in New York. Mm -hmm. We're launching it in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You're taking applications. So everybody's going to be really excited about that. That's a really yeah. great program. Do you know when it'll be available for? It's available now. We're just at uh, J.P. Morgan Chase is doing a formal uh Launch breakfast and uh, probably sometime early in January, early 2016. Yeah. That's great. Uh huh. But we already have applications. Uh, we're already uh, we're doing a uh, a pre-screen right now for uh, one business today. Um, Do you have a total does, uh, the commitment to, from J.P. Morgan Chase? Is there a total funding kind of limit for the program, or is it, or is it a time frame? You're going to do this for the next three years, or how? What is the kind of kind of cap for the program? Yeah, I know that overall it's thirty million. Okay, is the loan pool? Okay, that's a significant and amount for the Chicago land area. Yeah, well, it's business. overall. So okay. that's New York, Chicago, and L.A. Oh, okay. Overall, yeah, for all the yes. for all, okay. for all of the areas before the right. African Americans program. Yes. Okay. And the time frame, I'm not quite sure about. Um, you know, I would say mm -hmm. probably at least three years, but. Okay. Uh, you know, the way that we operate at VDC is that we get a loan pool, loan fund, and then we grow and we get other loan funds from different Okay, so banks. it can expand right. based on your partnerships yes. with commercial yes. banks. Uh -huh. Okay, so that's, great. Just, that's great. Just for clarification, this is for existing business owners yes. only. Right, right. Absolutely. It's not for startups. Start yeah, it's not for startups. It has to be two years in business. Right. It's still great. Any, any type of business? I mean, it, it, yeah. Anything well, except for the ones that we can't fund, right. adult entertainment, financing entity, real estate developers. Right. We're not going to fund anybody who's buying foreclosed homes and flipping them. Right. Uh, that's too speculative. Right. Uh, so those are the areas that we can't fund, but everything else we do. Yeah, but I'd like to applaud you guys on putting that together with J.P. Morgan Chase. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's such a uh, needed fund in our community, so that's that's really great. Yeah, yeah. so we're happy. To any any idea of how that's going in New York since it's been launched already? What what? Oh, I think there's already a couple deals in underwriting. Okay. And it was only just recently launched. Absolutely. I think that was in uh, earlier November. Oh wow! So okay. it's brand okay. new. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, when as you all were thinking about um, developing a pro program such as this, you mentioned that uh, this community, African American community, business owners, they've had uh, challenging times in finding what what um, in your minds uh, for VEDC as well as J P Morgan Chase, um, you, f you feel like you're going to attract 
African-American business owners who normally have what kind of problems going to the local community bank? Well, you know, we VDC held a couple roundtables to really get input mm -hmm. as to what were the issues. And a lot of times, of course, it is collateral. Yes. They don't have enough collateral coverage. Mm -hmm. Right. And also, we've all experienced hard times in our lives. And so maybe the credit's not so great. Okay. Uh, but what we have found that the African-American business owner has okay cash flow. Yes. Right. All right. But they don't have the credit, personal credit, and they don't have the collateral. So we have uh, loosened that criteria okay. to hopefully help that business segment. Right. And so in that segment, so, so what the, the comparison then is, is for standard kind of in the banking world and lending, commercial lending, um, those are like bottom line criteria, right. collateral, credit score, all of that. You, you yeah. cannot get loans no. um, at all. I mean, at any amount. The banks, banks, will, will, the not banks will not allow that, short sales that's right. no. or foreclosures right. or bankruptcies. Right. Right. You know, foreclosure, short sales, those don't bother us. Uh, but even a, a, the, the borrower's husband had a short sale that kicked him out of a bank loan. Right, right, right. right. Um, they want a higher FICO score up in 740s. Mm -hmm. The average FICO score for, the, for Americans is 620. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Americans. Right. Americans. Yeah. Right. 620. Right, right. Um, and they want to see a uh, uh, bigger um, cash flow. Right. The net. Excellent. The net income. Right. Mm -hmm. Wow. Right. I, I'd say, Cynthia, we're running out of time here, but I, okay. we want to definitely thank you for coming out uh, this morning and sharing this great information with all of us. Is there, what's the best way to get in touch with you? Sure. So uh, my office is downtown Chicago, Randolph in Michigan. Uh, my phone number is area code 312-577-7587. And I can be reached at email at cryan, C-R-Y-A-N, at V-E-D-C dot org, O-R-G. I have to make sure you pronounce that correctly. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps it up for today. And again, for those that are listening, if you have a compelling story and you want to share with us here at uh, iCoach360, you can reach us at ESCN at i-iCoach360.com. Did I say that right? Let's say that again. ESCN at i coach360.com got it <laughs> again thanks again for uh, joining us this morning have a great day we'll see you soon thank you for tuning into ESCN please join Michael Dawson Angelia Hobson and Diane Daniels for another edition next Saturday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time 9 a.m. Central Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel or catch a weekly rebroadcast on the Voice America Sports Channel for more information about what iCoach360 can do for you and your business, visit i-coach360.com. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 